Having trouble finding your favorite comics? Get your books from the Toy and Comic Junkie. Looking for comics your local comic shop doesn't carry? Get your books from the Toy and Comic Junkie. Tired of missing all the hot comic issues? Get your books from the Toy and Comic Junkie. All pre-orders get 25% off and free bags and boards. Tell Will Rip Comic Podcast sent you. Toyandcomicjunkie.com segments we're going to talk about was the end of the WandaVision uh, thing. Um, You know, there's that and then in two weeks, is it one week or two weeks, the the next Marvel MCU TV show kicks off the Winter Soldier, Falcon Winter Soldier thing. That's the next one that's coming up. And that's that's going to be a show? Or is it going to be a movie? No, it's a show, I thought. Is it a movie? Well, is it a movie or a show? Because they had merchandising out already for it. Yeah, uh, like uh, they had the big shield, the one that used mm-hmm. to just say Avengers Captain America on it for a hundred bucks or whatever. It now says Falcon and the Winter Soldier on it. I was going to bring this up the last time we were talking. And do you know what this all seems like? It's when you're reading your regular book. Like if you're reading Spider-Man or you're reading Avengers and this, and then they pull a couple of characters out and, hey, guess what? We got a limited four-part series, six-part, eight-part series featuring certain characters, and that's it. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, there's no more WandaVision show, right? That's it. That was just the Well, no, they said that people are looking forward to season two. But but do do we do we really need a season two? Well, if if they're gonna make money off it, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, did did they tell their story and was it finished at the end of their story? Yes, it, it leads into the next storyline and so forth. But, but is there but, another one that's needed? But are we making shows or are we making movies? You know what I'm saying? When it when you know when it when it wrapped. And stuff like that. I was like, "Oh, okay. That's the that's the WandaVision story. She became Scarlet Witch. What what do we need more from that? I mean, I think it's to, to me that's the problem. I have a problem with Stranger Things. I had a problem with Stranger Things when it ended. The first one, I thought, man, this ended so well, and I was well, hoping that they wouldn't have a Stranger Things two with those characters. I thought maybe let's do another story or whatever and then let's do you know a different stranger things adventure of some kind it's like but, saying it was a movie and they weren't going to do a sequel you know well, what i mean well it, it well it was a it, it was a whole story that was broken into two now if they were to make an it three that would be a true sequel the book was so big they had to make two different movies even the tv show was split into two you know what I mean? They had the younger and then they had the older versions of them. They just did a reboot. Now, if they plan to make an it three, now that would be a true sequel other than we're just continuing the story from what the book and the TV show originally had presented. 
So, okay. So let's, let's go ahead and, and, and go to this point. So there has been, you know, of course we even the show leading up to it, we've theorized and all this. And eventually I think we were calming ourselves, pulling ourselves back a little bit, trying not to get too caught up into, of course we had the spectacular ones, you know, the dad's going to show up or, you know, the, the Magneto, or, you know, we're going to get a huge, huge, uh, envisioning and I saw I don't know if you ran across this but Paul Bittany I get Bantony whatever his name is the I actor say Rudd. well <laughs> no no but but did you read that 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 interview he actually talked about that it was acting with himself and we even talked about that we said mm-hmm. you know what it's gonna come down I don't know if it was actually on the show but I think we talked about it off the show we just said you know what that's probably going to be it. And I think uh, I would love to say that our show kind of said it, but you know what? I think we did. We did so much talking off line about the show itself. And I think we kind of speculated that we just kind of just played it out by Scarlet Witch has already been Scarlet Witch. I think when she first showed up, we all knew she was Scarlet Witch and wondered why they never called her that. Well, the fact off, they never even called what's his name Quicksilver either. You know what I mean? No, I didn't. So, so anyway, so those reveals, those, those weren't really too big of, you know, shockers or anything like that. But when it was all said and done, that was the reveal. That was the supposed Luke Skywalker moment. I guess the seeing a character in their full form. And, you know, if you, if you take off all the expectations and you know, the funny thing is a lot of comic books do the same thing anyway. When is the last time you've seen like so something so far fetched and in actuality it was just oh that's all it was? You know what I mean? Well, um you mentioned what else could they do on a sequel? Um she reconnects with Vision. West Coast Avenger style. Cause that's technically what it is, so well, yeah. The, well, the age of Ultron kind of ended with a vibe where we were getting a, uh, a new view of a different form of Avengers. But I don't even think that even really came into fruition. You know what I mean? I think uh, because of Thanos, the original core group eventually, you know, needed to reestablish themselves. But there's that one shot because I did see it. You you told me, hey, have you seen Age of Ultron? And I ended up seeing it. And it ends in that fashion where you see Scarlet Witch, you see Falcon, you see Captain America, and they're ready to form this new, you know, grouping, so to speak. Um, and then Civil War comes out, right? And that's where we have these factions and stuff like that. But we don't ever really get a true sense of, you know what I mean? They never really said West Coast Avengers, East Coast Avengers, whatever, Canadian Avengers, <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, so do you think that they go ahead and dive into something of this nature? Or are we going to get solo adventure? Because I think the movies are all kind of solo adventures from for for now. Am I, am I mistaken on that? Well, you say solo adventures, but... Well, we got Black Widow. Strange ...with... Um... Whoa, 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 whoa. You know, yeah, well, but Black but Widow has its whole her whole team that she started with, right? But see, well, know, okay, we're the going guy from Stranger Things has all those, you know, all of that. Right. But we're going and, back in time, correct? Right, and then we got 
Well, yeah, because she's dead. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we're we're we're, and obviously these are going to be nuggets that lead into it. And Age of Ultron did show some of that. We got a little peek of her past, uh, to some extent, in that, and when they were manipulating her mind and 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 so on and so forth. Unless there's a unless there's something that comes into play where. Maybe maybe that's the thing. Doctor Strange is going to start appearing in all the movies and bringing all these characters back. And some shipping all the errors from the previous movies and take Deadpool with him. <laughs> well, that was funny because I mean I don't know if you've been seeing that post also that now I think we even said it that Deadpool's going to be the Stan Lee kind of guy where he's going to pop in from time to time I guess and in the in the episodes or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how that would play out. I don't know if people would like that or hate it or him just popping up in the background. Or yeah, he's just going to be a bus driver and he's going to be all in full Deadpool outfit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, is is that what's going to happen? He's going to be like a clown at a party and <laughs> I don't know. I think it works in the comic book world. It would send the things down a different path. Now, okay, like the the way that the way they've been making the Thor films, I think maybe that would kind of work. You know what I mean? Tongue in cheek and you know, kind of playing up, you know, some of the, you know, comedy. Because I think that one has been the most comedic version of all the MCU films. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. The, the Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah, Gardens of the Galaxy. You're pretty the good. Thor tied into that recently. So, right, right, and so they brought in some of that flavor a little bit into, but but Guardians of the Galaxy had that. See, and that was the, to me one of the most uh, fun movies. And this is probably blasphemy for a lot of other people, but I've always felt that that first one, it felt like kind of like watching Star Wars. We didn't know the guys that well. We didn't know these characters that well, and we got to experience these characters and learn about them and their dynamic and that was the fun part of that movie guardians of the galaxy first one well it was people who they who they were you just never read a guardians of the galaxy comic neither did i right so they were established characters people knew who they were it's just people who didn't follow guardians of the galaxy i mean come on they have howard the duck at the end of their their first movie right you know and you know in the end credits and and that kind of stuff and yeah, and supposedly James Gunn said that there's a uh, there's still an Easter egg that people have not found that there that to this day there's an Easter egg in that movie that he is surprised to this day that no one has stumbled across it. So I'm kind of off the first one. Yep, he said there's an Easter egg in there that was put in there, and he doesn't that to his knowledge, no one has ever announced it or said or anything. That Maybe nature. that's the tie-in between Star Wars and Guardians of the Galaxy. Benicio mm. del Toro <laughs> comes out in both. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. Well, I mean, we're talking about had they already? They hadn't even established his character in Star Wars at that time, have they? No. In the yeah, I think they had. Well, at oh, least when really... I saw it on the video. Oh yeah, they're okay. <laughs> um. So let's let's go quick back to what I guess, I mean, we don't have to get into too much details because I mean, we could be here on and on and on. What were your thoughts on, on the, on the final episode? We kind of briefly talked a little bit about it and you know what? They did stay in line with what was established and for the most part in the comics, even down to the, you know what I mean? Even down to the tier, they, they pretty much kept all that in play. Well, the, 
Well, except for one good. thing. It, it is good. They didn't kill a certain character. Well, the, the, yeah, it's Disney. It, yeah, well, I mean, Disney has a tendency to to kill off certain characters in their movies and just not show it that they were killed off. Um, like a lot of the princess cartoons from a while back. Um, I don't know. It uh, it ended. It kind of ended. I don't know what the term would be. Um, Anticlimactic? Or just didn't? It ended like Spider-Man Last Rites. It didn't end. It ended, but it didn't end. It, it closed off that part, but it didn't really answer anything. It, 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 for, for everybody's knowledge, that is a comic book run that just uh, just, just happened with Amazing Spider-Man. There was so much uh, ramp up on it. Uh, it was a psychological thing. They were trying to establish a lot of connections and bring those connections from the past with the Osbournes and Gwen and all these, you know, and Mary Jane w- was uh, coming into play in this a little I bit. I think the term they said was, uh, you'll never see Spider-Man the same again at the end of this. And nothing ever came to fruition on that. It never, it, it had no climactic ending. It was just kind of like, eh, it's just going to continue going. It was there. So, Yeah. And it just went right into the next storyline and it never finished the last one. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it, it finished off the, the little town. It explained everything as to, for the most part, why it was there. Um, but I mean, and, and, and without giving spoilers away and what have you, I mean, by now I figure everybody's already seen it. If not, um, you know, you, you hear voices at the very, very, very end. And some people mm-hmm. didn't hear them. Right, right. You know, uh, either they didn't see it at all or they didn't have to buy them a certain level or whatever, but there's voices in there. Um, Those were her kids, weren't they? Yeah, but uh, in the storyline, they get killed uh, in the comic book storyline. And uh, he takes them back because they were part of him to begin with. Um, and I want to say it's either one of two people and everybody's tired of hearing Mephisto, but he never showed his face uh, or his being per se. And the other one is, oh, I always forget his name. I want to say Katal or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you had mentioned the, that a the couple of times. king of the underworld, um, right. you know. So needless to say, the voices, and, and they've mentioned it on several different others, uh, sites and podcasts and what have you, the voices are coming from hell. Uh, and it's not saying that the kids were bad, but that's where they were originated from right. in regards to you know, other creation. She didn't, yeah. She didn't impregnate herself. She did have kids according to what they say, but um, they went back to the realm as to where they came from. Well, we got um, we got to understand that her her being of what she is to begin with, she is a witch, uh, 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 an enhanced being of sorts. I mean, as far as they know, if you if you end up watching the Age of Ultron, they were considered the enhanced. They already had innate powers, but what the the stone that enhanced their what they had and manipulated amplified it all. Yeah, yeah, and they became something that was totally something else that. Technically, it's still she doesn't even know what the hell it is, but you are left with that very crazy shot 
where she walks in and then you see, you know, I don't even want to say it, but you know what I mean? She's doing some stuff that looks very Dr. Strange-ish. You oh, know well, I mean? Dr. Strange yeah. is doing the same thing. And they said right. that uh, right. it, it, she's at that level already. Um, the book she's reading is Dr. Strange's book, The Darkhold. Right. That's his book. Um, it was let, taken from him. Let me ask you this uh, real quick. When we were growing up, did you always assume, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know we always saw it. It was always around, but there, you know, like this connection with Scarlet Witch and Vision. But for some reason, I remember always seeing that Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch combination more so when I would look at comic books or ads or whatever it was. Am I wrong about that? Well, they're they're the they sorcerer, were, the those, witch, the you know, it was right. in that same storyline. They were always in the right. same storyline. Right. But um, I mean, that vision and Scarlet Witch was always kind of there. But I do remember strongly the other duo being that combination of the the, 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 the sorcerer and the, the witch. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I always, it's just something that kind of dawned to me that it's inevitable that those two would end up, you know, coming together. Why they haven't already done so. I mean, I don't know. Well, I guess that's why it's playing out the way it's playing out. Now, I haven't researched it yet, but I was watching um, Endgame. Um, and you know, she Thor's mother mentioned something, and what I'm trying to figure out is is there going to be a tie into that later down the line? Is there something, um, when, when Thor's looking at her and, and she says, You're not the same Thor that I when knew. when he goes to the past, yes, right. now okay. okay. Okay, and and he goes, well, what are you talking about? He, and she says, well, you know, I was raised by witches. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Is so that going to come into play? Who was she raised by? Is she going to have a tie-in later down the line with Cathal or whatever his name is? Or, you know, Mephisto or something down the line? Celestials um, of some kind. I mean, well, I mean, she said she was raised by witches, you know. Um, see, but that, and see, and that's when I when when they sh- first showed it was almost like a it was almost like something out of Wizard of Oz, when when she you know you see the the yellow glow and all this kind of stuff, and it you know it you can see the 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 headdressing, but it wasn't her, but it was like she saw something else, and um, and now 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 you got me curious now. See everybody, and now we're all gonna have to watch all of the Avenger. Uh, movies because <laughs> i mean obviously the, they put these in there for reasons they're not just oh let's just throw in that she's raised by witches yeah i mean because she says it in the movie she didn't just say it just to say it but you know it's kind of well if you're not if you're, if you're trying to clue in on all these other things it could seem as an off kind of line but when you start to see it all starting to play out it's not an offline. They 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 have to have some outs. You know what I mean? They can't just seal a movie and then it's neatly wrapped and it's done and there's nothing dangling out there. The blip is throughout the entire MCU universe, MCU universe. There are holes, so to speak. There are gaps and and so there's an unstable there's some instability there. And of course, you know, Doctor Strange is the 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 time the timekeeper of all these kind of things. And 
he is, I guess, like the, what is it? The Doc Brown, who's not going to say things because things happen for reasons and they have to play out unless well, he, something goes he astray. Did say it, though. I mean, right. he did say it in Endgame. Uh, Doctor Strange, he, he's doing his thing and you saw what he did, right? He, he goes, it's the one scenario that plays out. And then hence, uh, Tony Stark ended up doing what he did and you know, because that was the only, he said, if I tell you, it, it, you won't, you won't complete it or you won't finish it. If I tell you that this is the, the, the one that played out. And then during the fight, he looks at him and goes like this, like, this is the one, either that, or he was reminiscing to, you know, big trouble in little China. Yeah. Well, it, it, but see, and it, it also goes back to, uh, you know, oh, Dave Lopez uh, says, hi, my bros. Glad to see y'all. Hey, Dave, we're just here talking about the little Marvel comic universe. We're going to get into some, uh, you know, uh, coming to America too, possibly, and some other stuff. But uh, uh, it's great to hear from you, Dave. Uh, it's been a crazy year with all kind of crazy uh, things. And I hope you and your family continue to be safe and, and all that good stuff for sure. Um you know, it's, uh, I was thinking about this because I know that Wanda holds a lot of pain because everybody else had a chance to bring somebody back or, but not, not her vision that wasn't allowed unless, you know, of course there were some other in, uh, things that came into play because of that, but Dr. Strange would have known that to begin with, you know what I mean? He would have known it had to play out that way. And he probably knows, I mean, you know, to some greater extent, he knows everything about, and I think it would make sense for them to kind of, or he would reach out to her now that she's come into the know of where she's going. It, it's, it's, it's that, um, remember what she said, she doesn't know anything about it. She's not really trained. And all she has is that book. That book obviously is going to reveal to her, you know, Doctor Strange and vice versa. The the book is not just there for for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Well, she, it, she has it, to. When you look at the book, the pages she has open, um, she's learning. Um, I guess what the Scarlet Witch powers are because the the right half of the book says, you know, it has a picture of drawn out of her. And she's basically reading out of it and she's studying and learning, you know, her abilities. Now on the left page, you see a bunch of circles with emblems and shapes and all that kind of stuff. One could be the type of stuff that Dr. Strange is always, you know, uh, bringing up and, and showing and all that with the little gold circles as, as Peter Parker called it. He's bringing all these gold circles. And he said, I've been gone for five years. They need our help. You know, should, should, it, uh, should those be considered runes like kind of similar well, they're supposed to be different dimensions or different universes or different like dials. It's like they're like yeah, he's controlling everything. Yeah, because it, it, if if you saw when she was there and she had her hands up and there were all these circles and shapes and all that around her, that's when you hear the her kids calling. So she is tuning in through it. the yeah. different dimensions and different um, you know parallel universes and all that kind of stuff, looking for her kids. Which you know, is it going to be you know? Wanda and Doctor Strange go to hell. 
or is it going to be, you know, to, to, she, to get she could be, she could be me. manipulating stuff that she doesn't even understand just yet. And she could, you know, she's looking for them, but yeah, I, I, I see where, where, where that, where that would go for sure. And now granted she was, I mean, was she looking for them or did she just come across something and, and hear it, you know, right. um, it, it, it kind of, there were cries for help, weren't they? Yeah, they were, they were screaming yeah. for help. They were yeah. screaming for help. Um, or could it and, be and, a red herring to try to bring her like bait? But I mean, that, that's an option too. That, that could be a scenario. Um, I, I and, you, gonna, and, you did, and you did see the Easter eggs, the two follow-up scenes that were in the credits. Yeah. Okay. Right, we'll talk about those in a minute, but go ahead. You were saying? Uh, I was going to say, I, I, I guess I need to correct myself. I said uh, Thor's mother. Okay, Frigga raised him, but wasn't his real mother. But she did raise him. Um, and she did state that she was raised by witches. It says here in Endgame, because I looked it up, it says Thor's mother said she was raised by witches. And, you know, she, she did say it in the... Uh, and then it asks, is this true in, uh, to the comics? And... Here... In the comics, Thor's mother was the primal earth goddess Gaia. Uh, spelling has shifted around since she was originated. Um, let's see here. And Gaia was not raised by witches, but that's not. Uh, it says Thor was raised by Frigga, Odin's wife, as her son. Frigga's origins have never been discussed That that this person knows of. But she was an extremely capable and powerful spellcaster, in addition to being a Valkyrie-level fighter. Did those two uh, Easter egg scenes, did they give you anything? A lot of people are kind of confused at those scenes. And I, I think... Was it a pre-recorded scene? And did Darcy um, not get paid for the last episode? Is that why she didn't come out at the end? They said, oh, she didn't want to stick around. She left, you know? Right, right. Um you know, was she, you know, that, that just seemed kind of weird for them to offer that explanation whenever it was kind of like, you know, they show her come and slam the, 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 the car into, you know, into the side of the truck and trapping him in there. And it's like, all of a sudden, you know, boom, she, she ran off, you know, you know, yeah. Or yeah. Kind of, kind of wondered about that a little bit. Uh, I think it's I think it's funny how that kind of plays out sometimes. Uh, I thought about that uh, afterwards. I guess that was uh, one of the things that I was kind of thinking about as well, just along with everybody else. Uh, trying to look for one more thing. I guess I can't find it right now. Um, okay. Uh, did, okay. Did they, did Back, they offer okay. any explanation to yeah. who, who he called him Quantico? Oh, they said Cliff. That was the name that they did say. Okay, it was Cliff. Yeah, I did get the name Cliff out of it. Robertson or Cliff who? Well, they didn't say. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't really. That's yeah, another tie-in. Yeah, yeah. They really didn't. They really great didn't. Power comes great responsibility, Uncle Ben. Yeah, they, um, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't speculate anymore. But obviously, that could be a character that comes into play. Would you? Okay, let me ask you this: Would you rather see the the agent and Darcy? Or Rambo 
do an adventure with that or continue on with a WandaVision. Because very specifically, this was created for that connection of those characters. And it would well, give they, rise to... They've already said Monica Rambeau is coming out in another show already. That right. She's going to yeah. be part of, you know, of another show. Right. Um, you know, and, and... Well, I mean, who, who's the person she's supposed to see? Is it... Uh, well, uh, supposedly... Uh, Samuel Jackson is now in space. Right. In, yeah, we do see that in Shields. Um, Are they supposed to do a scrolls? Ship. Is that what it is? They're supposed to do a scrolls type space program or show or it's something, something like that. Like that. Uh, but I think, that's I think where I the new, yeah. that's where the new Shield uh, ship is. It's a it's a spaceship right. now. So he's up there now. Is is that who wants to speak to her, or, or is it somebody else that wants to speak to her up there? You know. Yeah, like well, like a fury. Yeah, it, it, reestablishing it, 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 a cosmic grouping. Do you think maybe this is where we're going to see Fantastic Four? Well, that's the thing. Is it, you know, did uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider is he coming in? Is the the the, the space? Uh, what yeah. is it, space venom? Here we is go. Going to be. You know, are they, they going to Here in? we go. Here, well, see, they were trying to do that rocket stuff. They, they uh, that's what I liked about Venom. They were they were establishing those rockets and and are they going to uh, tie in Null, bring him to the movie. You know what? That's that funny. That you mentioned him. His first action figure is about to hit. Did you see that? It was in Twitter. No, and I, I I didn't see that, but what I did see is I, I typed in uh, comic news and and it said there that uh, apparently an Avenger. Uh, that they tried to kill Noel years ago. Yep, not a new character. Well, no, they said they that they tried something. to kill him years ago, or yeah, I mean they they were calling him something else, or what? Uh, I didn't even get to read it. Leave, leave it to Donny Cates. Leave it to Donny Cates as he's going to leave. Yeah, he yeah. pulls an older character, so and you know and. That could have been a character that he pulled from somewhere else. You know, if you if you were if you if anybody out there is reading this, nobody I mean, found the Easter egg to Venom number one either, did they? Yeah, I don't. I don't that think they he did. says that nobody's found it yet. Yeah, I, I, you know what? That question will go on, and I wonder if he will ever mention it. Never know. But the 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 thing that I was going to mention was, uh, it's it's interesting that he's had this run. Uh, it's being extended. Obviously, if if you've done your pre-orders and stuff like that, you'll notice that some of these dates have changed. Uh, the Venom uh, 200, the Legacy 200 issue, it's not Venom 200. Just I'm going to warn you guys, if you try asking your comic book uh, retailer for Venom 200, that is not what it's called. That's the Legacy number. It's known as the 200 issue of Venom. But what is it's actually Venom 35. Is that correct? 35. Okay. Venom 35 is the actual issue. So those have been delayed. Now, what, what, well, those are being delayed because of King and Black. The King and Black run is being delayed. So the domino effect, there's at least, what, eight different comic books or so that are connected that are all part of the list. So everything got shifted. Uh, they were citing delays or something like that from the artists and writers and whatever. Do you really think that's what it is? Or do you think they're not getting as many cells in the Venom 200 that they want to give it more time yeah, to raise those cells? 
I mean, well, you're also looking at the price of the book. Was it ten ten dollars a book? Yeah, ten bucks a book with thirteen covers, non uh, incentive ones, just thirteen different variants, mm-hmm. uh, and then you've got all the incentive ones. It'd be pretty embarrassing if one of these artists just their book didn't really sell shit, right? I don't know. I I, I think it's a it is a it's it's a thing to raise more, you know try to make more sales maybe they're offering more incentives you know hey buy this we're gonna throw in another i mean because i haven't heard anything of a like a mcfarlane type of mcfarlane okay mind you mcfarlane will not draw anything for this but usually they resurrect an older frame from an old comic book and it's usually venom and that becomes a special cover and then they make it either a sketch version or something like that. And then they market it. And that book alone has commanded, you know, thousands of dollars in the past. We've seen it with um, various milestone issues uh, related to Venom and Spider-Man. We've seen this happen before. So I don't, I don't know if we're going to see something like that. Yeah. How convenient is it that Donny Cates is writing Thor and he's writing Venom and supposedly the only Marvel hero who can defeat Null is Thor. Is Thor. Mm. Yeah, and don't don't, and, and don't both his titled books. And don't for, and don't forget he did he did uh Silver Surfer Black and he had to battle Null. So that's another being that he's actually had a hand in in the past he's done series with uh the cosmic ghost rider he's done um the inhumans i believe and then he's also done um dr strange he he got on the charts so to speak and everybody's radar prior but as far as becoming a marvel figure uh he started doing some uh a Doctor Strange stuff, and that really caught everybody's attention. Uh, and then that's when he started having these other opportunities to work on all these characters. Uh, it was uh, what the hell was it? Marvel Knights is, I think that's what it was called. He resurrected something in that vein where you got to see, you know, Ghost Rider and I want to say Punisher and all these other guys, Daredevil. And so he had a little mini run of that as well. Um, that's well, why that, you write. Anytime yeah. you write something like Doctor Strange, I mean, that's like writing Back to the Future. You got to be able to cross universes, keep everything within context. If not, it throws everything off from all the other books and it just. Or you know. it's a great way to rewrite stuff to send it in a, you know what I mean? And the thing is that Venom, even before he got into the Thor book, before he started writing Thor, he found a way to put Thor it was uh, Thor, God of Thunder, number, I'm drawing a blank, six. I think it was number six or something, or number four. Number four or number six, it was an issue where the God Butcher gets the Necro Sword, and there's one frame in there. And they're saying that was Null. So that was the cameo appearance of Null in a Thor book. God of Thunder, a series that he had no hand in, but he plucked that out. And then the next thing you know, Null's coming and we have all this Null madness. Do you, yeah, I know we're, we're, we already jumped subjects, but real quick, do you, is Null 
who we expected him to be. I think when the King in Black, that first issue popped up, it was so like in your face, shocking the things that were happening there. How do you feel by now? There's been at least, I don't know if you've kept up with it, but is he living up to the title of, you know, King in Black and, or has it just been kind of, <laughs> I've seen more yeah. dynamic shit happening with, with, with Eddie Brock and, and his son more so than I've seen with, uh, you know what I mean? He's, yeah, it seems like I mean, becoming more, more beatable as we're moving along here. Yeah, but what you're also looking at is, I mean, you've seen what he's doing to Captain America. You've seen what he's doing to all these other characters. You know, um, he's he's kind of being stretched, you know. Um, so unless you're reading each of these books, you know, you're getting you're getting the in betweens. Right, yeah, you're right. getting the in betweens while he's fighting all these other guys and and you know, almost killing all all of Marvel Universe. You know. Uh, so I'm I'm not getting the full effect by not reading. Unless you well, that, every... the way they do it on purpose. Exactly. <laughs> you have they, to read you know. it to get the full effect of what's going on. Yeah, I I I kind of I guess I kind of figure that. Um, well, I guess there, I mean there's still big chunks. There's still two massive chunks that are coming for King in Black. I love the way that they kind of cliffhangered the end of it. I don't. I think it was. Well, both books, Venom and King in Black. I love that. I'm not going to even talk about it. I think everybody needs to go find those issues and stuff like that. These are pivotal changes. Oh, my God. I just figured it out. Eddie Brock's going to become somebody entirely different, and that's the book that What's-His-Name is going to be writing, isn't it? And we're going to and we're going to lose Venom for a little bit until he's reestablished in some shape or form. Did that's what the delay yeah. is? Did they did they solicit? I didn't even look. Did they solicit a, an issue thirty six? I hadn't seen. I hadn't seen it either. Well, they can't. He said thirty five will be. Well, thirty five well, will be his. His, last. but that's what I'm saying. His last and the, Stegman's last. And and that doesn't mean it ends there. It could is actually. No, continue. it just means it's their end. Yeah, it's, oh. it's their end of the role. So it means it's there should, up a whole new series, and it starts. But there should know, be there, there should be an issue thirty six somewhere then uh, for solicitation. Let me let's just take a gander while you while we're doing this. Let me let me. Uh, do you think that's well? They haven't really established. I mean, he will be doing the typical. Um, uh, Thor, and he's doing also his other books for Image. Uh, what volume he, are they on? Of what? Venom? Of Venom. Yeah. Four? Isn't it four, wait, four or six, right? Four? I thought it was six. Six? Six? Okay. Uh, you know what? Uh, there is no Venom book being offered for the thing, dude. Yep. So what do we think about that? There is no, no there is no Venom 36 and there's no Venom 1. So what do we think of that? Uh, they're going to come out with something else to keep selling that name. I mean, you've got uh, in the past, there's been... Uh, books lay low for a little bit and then they find... Like, like they do a little run of uh, 
you know, Venom Poison X and Venom uh, Venomized. And then you've got, you know, all the different ones that they've done in the past. Um, he, he'll come back in another book, but uh, it'll just be like another reboot or another, you know, fresh start of the character. But they're going to have to find its origin or, or not necessarily origin, but where it kicks off from. Yeah. How do we, how do we bring him back, so to speak, or where is he dormant or where, you know, cause I'm, I'm going through here. Obviously I'm not looking for a big, huge spoiler. Do you think he'll be part of this heroes reborn stuff? <laughs> uh, I hope not, dude. And I, I Googled uh, Eddie Brock comic book and nothing came up other than the histories and all that kind of stuff of previous books that he's been in, but nothing saying that there will be an Eddie Brock comic. At least nothing just right out there. All right. So my, well, I don't know if that was answering anything, but my, my thing was, where does it go? And there is no Venom. So that's no, we're not going to have a Venom book unless, unless this is part of the, we've had Venom, we've had King in Black. We overloaded the whole universe of, of, Marvel for a little bit. Let's go ahead and lay low for a little bit and find a spectacular way of bringing back the return of Venom or Eddie Brock or well, I mean, because like right now there is not a Ghost Rider book. Right now there is no Punisher book. Right now, you know what I mean. There, those are those are some characters right there that you know those are uh, regular characters that are that we usually end up having runs for a while. And then right now there's nothing from those guys. So is it brother? <laughs> Everybody better get their venom fix because it's it. Who knows when we're going to see the return of uh, the return of venom. Who knows where he'll sprinkle up so to speak or where he's going to be hiding or whatever. I, I you're going to have to comb these books so carefully because this is the crazy thing is that we have all these characters that are kind of you know what I mean? They're all kind of crisscrossing in that universe. He could spring up anywhere if if they really truly wanted to do that. Well, um I mean it's going to depend on where they leave him off. You know, or, or 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 whatever they're doing with Eddie Brock, because obviously there was some crazy stuff. Maybe we should start looking up Captain Universe. What the hell is that? Because I guess I kind of revealed what I was, <laughs> what I didn't want to say. Hey, no spoilers here. But I mean, there. I mean, that's that's is that not what they were calling a certain uh, type of whatever was. And they said that that symbol is not the first time that we've seen that symbol. That symbol has appeared throughout the Venom series, and it's not a surprise. The, well, the, Captain the, Universe, it says here, has been around since August of 1979. Is it God of Light or something? Or did they mention anything about that? Captain Captain Universe is a fictional character, superhero appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. It is the guardian and protector of eternity. Rather, and it's capitalized with eternity. Uh, rather than a character with a single identity, Captain Universe is a persona 
that has merged with several hosts during its publication history. So it's an entirely different kind of uh, symbiote. Well, not even a symbiote. And he would be that type of vessel. It's like his body has already become, because he's been venom so long, it would be a perfect for a you know host for something of this nature. First appearance, Micronauts number eight. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Are you kidding me? Are you That's, kidding that me? That was his first appearance in 1979. Micronauts what? No, what number? Uh, number eight. Number eight. All right. Let's 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 see what that's looking like right now. I mean, what's it worth right now? <laughs> yeah, let yeah, exactly. My- Team affiliations, Cree. Oh, uh, there you go. Micronauts. You said number eight, right? Number eight. Bad Badoon, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers, and Sp- Spider Army, Web Warriors are his uh, team affiliations. So he's considered an Avenger and Guardians of the Galaxy. This Captain Universe usually possesses superhuman strength, flight, Univision. I guess he's part of the Spanish channel. Um, microscopic vision, X-ray vision, and telescopic vision. Telekinesis, enhanced senses, and psychic awareness of imminent danger. Let me ask when a person you- already possesses one or more of these abilities, was transformed into Captain Universe. Did Ray make this character? Or what? What's going on here? <laughs> oh my lord! Um, well, here's the question. It shows a list of enemies. Wow, a long list. As of Death. today, two books have sold for sixty-three dollars. You have something that sold for this guy got a deal right here. I don't know if it was in great condition, but you got twelve fifty. Then you got fifty-one. Check this out: nine point graded, ninety-five dollars. This guy got it in a set. If 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 that comic is in there, which I don't think it is, but you know somebody got four nine nine, eighteen bucks. Okay, here's a possible tie-in to something here. Doctor Doom is considered one of his villains too. They've been they've been always hinting about maybe something like that kind of popping in. Yeah, that yeah that this book. If you don't already have this book, you, you expect the low end. Maybe maybe you'll get a, a rough copy for like ten twelve bucks, and then you'll get a you know decent decent copy for about twenty dollars maybe because that's what I'm saying. Frankie Ray, Hobgoblin, Kingsley version of Hobgoblin, I guess. Hulk is considered one of his uh, one of his villains. Hydro Man, Gen X, and there's there's three pages of villains, so that's just page one. Right. So there you go. His book his book's already on the charts. So if if you don't already have a Micronauts number eight. Which I'm pretty sure you could have bought it for like fifty cents <laughs> or a dollar bin. Still have it in the fifty cent bin. Yeah, yeah. There's some people that don't know about this, <laughs> and now thanks to this show, maybe that you know. But you know, everybody's you know. gonna. There's gonna be a spike in Micronauts number eight. And they've they've been hinting that they were trying to get a Micronaut movie. I maybe think- they'll drive micro machines. And Ant Man will come out. The Micronauts, the Micronauts connect with who Transformers. So we're gonna actually get Transformers mixed up in this. 
I don't know. There's more than meets the eye there. Wow. Wouldn't that be some way to bring back those, those guys into the universe, so to speak? Huh. I'm going to look that up. I think, I think I did see something about the Micronauts movie. Yeah, and, did, did. Uh, in 2019, it says uh, Micronauts is now scheduled to arrive June 4th, 2021. Is this for real still? They, in 2019, they got the director. 2019, they've been they're promoting Paramount removes Micronauts movie from a release calendar, and that was in 2020. Okay, so you remember when uh, in Endgame when everybody's uh, they're they're trying to figure out you know how they're going to do the the travel, the time travel, and all that, mm-hmm. and they send Ant Man as the test run, right? Right. Okay. And Banner is sitting there tweaking the, the machine and trying to get it to work because he's the one that's going to hit the trigger. Okay, you know how they sign Captain America back to a contract, right? Right. Um, okay, he's old. Do you know how they're going to bring him back young again? Or are they just going to put him in movies where he's old, old from a long time ago? Or old, you know what I mean? Old, old Captain America. Yeah, you know, is he going to meet up with old man Logan and, mm. you know, and do their old man thing or you know play bocce hey let's play some bocce you know um or are they going to get that time machine thing with the prim the pim uh red juice right and you remember what happened to him right he came back as a little kid he got younger that's right that's right are they going to do that and tweak it back up and get him young again or are they going to you know just put him in you know, back in time, or are they going to make him go through different things or what's going to happen? They, they, they're going to desperately need him. So that would be one of the solutions, I guess, to use it, since they've already kind of did that before, I guess that would make. Yeah. Because in any game, I mean, you see him go all the way down to a baby, mm-hmm. you know, he's a, he's a, you know, a young guy. And then he goes down to a baby. Then he's an old guy. And, you know, when he gets back to normal, he goes, somebody peed my suit you know in my peed my pants i I don't know if it was the baby me or if it was the old man me or if it was just me me you know yeah interesting so there you go captain universe is already going uh, a little crazy right now in the uh, ebay world so i guess we'll just kind of uh, we'll be able to see a little bit how that kind of plays out uh on on that end which is uh Definitely kind of interesting to see. I, I think uh, these guys know what they're doing. <laughs> uh, leave it to leave it to Donny Cates to kind of uh, you know bring you know uh, it, because when they announced that name, I mean, I was like, uh, you know, how how was all that? You know what I mean? How where do you, where do you, where do you end up going from from that? But anyway, very cool, very cool. Uh, so if you hadn't had a chance, go get King in Black. Was it number four? And get uh, what issue was that anyway? From uh, was it thirty three of Venom? Thirty four? Thirty two? I don't freaking thirty three. I don't remember what issue that was. I don't know. Might have been thirty three. Thirty three, I think. Because thirty two was the one with the Spider Man, right? That's the one that you got. No, I think thirty three was the one with Spider Man, wasn't it? Or was it thirty two? See, 
I'm getting all mixed up, getting all mixed up within everything. But yeah, definitely. If you if you if you want to see where this is where this is going, I can only assume that he's becoming something totally different, and it's going to be the resurrection of this other character, and then we'll cease having Venom, and then Venom looks for another host. Or is I don't know. I mean, because we've already we haven't had Venom. Venom in the past couple of years, he had there has been no Venom at all. They've been they've been totally separated for a couple of issues there, and uh, they've been uh, separated there for a little bit. Uh, I'm just glad that I'm not in that thing because. You know, one minute it seems like superhero comics are the shit, and the next minute nobody's buying superhero comics, and they all want horror comics, and they want, you know, you know what I mean? Because right now, if you look at, you know, if you've got a comic book and you've got all these big words all over it, and then the picture's about this small, and it's about killing kids or it's about <laughs> getting lost or whatever, I don't know what it is. Those are those are the ones that are the hot books right now. Well, what does that what does that mean about Doctor Strange? Who's directing? Oh, what the movie? Um, wait a minute, who are they attached to that? Uh, I remember it's a horror uh, director. Yeah, yeah, it is a horror director. Uh, God dang it, Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right, Sam Raimi. So that's- they're saying it's going to be as close to a horror movie as you can possibly think of. Because they had somebody else before, but and they they but, switched but, it over to Sam Raimi. But his horror is. Have you ever seen a film of his that is just outright horror? Like he's got funny characters, and and he he has a there's a wit about the way he handles. You know the stuff. I mean, it could be be pretty creeped out and or, and whatever, but he's he's you know he's done superhero movies before. So that that would be kind of interesting to see how he handles this. I'm trying to think of some movies that are like like uh, that you know. Oh my gosh, this is like the best Sam Raimi movie ever. I don't know any of them, other than this Spider Man's and. Is there anything else that jumps out at you that that he's made? I know he made what The Quick and the Dead. Yeah, I think Dark Chronicles. Yeah, first first person in the cast. It's uh, I don't know. It's just sorted by star meter. Obviously, Elizabeth Olsen. You got Rachel McAdams playing uh, Christina Palmer, Doctor Christina Palmer, and then you got Benedict Cumberbatch being uh, Doctor Stephen Strange. Um, Mordo, Mordo. Uh, you got his uh, America Chavez is coming out. That book just popped out too. That comic book. Interesting. So that's going to establish her. That's Doctor Strange, the Doctor Strange movie. America Chavez is going to come out. That book just popped up. So I can only imagine what's going to happen to that book being, you know, wherever her first appearance is. I'm not certain if that's her first appearance or she actually has something else. But that should be kind of interesting to see. But yeah, so Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, directed by Sam Raimi, is something that 
is definitely on everybody's radar. Uh, 2022, I mean, it's still, you know, it's still a ways off. But uh, I wanted to showcase a, 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 some comic book uh, artists and uh, friends that have actually reached out towards to us uh, through Instagram and Facebook and, and stuff like that. And this is the first one. It's uh, our good friend from across the pond, DJ Devereaux. Uh, he's actually affiliated with this project. Last time we saw him, we still haven't got a, a, an interview, a formal interview with him. He had a couple of projects in the works. He had a, a, a piece that's going to, should appear in heavy metal. That's, that's still pending. We don't know when exactly that will appear, but uh, they wrote uh, a piece for that. And uh, that should appear sometime soon. And this was just this was announced back in February fifteenth. We haven't had a, a, a chance. We shared it on our on our site, but we hadn't actually had a chance to announce it on the actual podcast. So I just wanted to make mention: producing the end of the world anthology, the talent was announced, and this post basically is saying they had 158 submissions over a hundred, which were scripts. And then in the last two weeks, they started going through all this stuff and then, you know, they whittled it down to the, the talent that they wanted. So this is, I guess the project that they're doing producing the end of the world. It's a producer and the whole world's there and it's all just falling apart. Uh, they announced all these artists and it's not till we get to producing the end of the world writers. And we click this link. And there he is. There's our friend, the uh, DJ Devereaux guy. He's on uh, Instagram. Hit him up. May uh, become friends with him. Uh, you know, see all the all all his uh, shenanigans and all the great stuff that he does. He's a comic book collector. Obviously, you can see right here, and uh, he is currently working on uh, the you know the next thing. If you want to get the inside tip on whatever's coming, hit up DJ Devereaux. He's going to be part of this project, producing the end of the world. And he's one of the writers that are associated with this particular project. Congratulations to DJ, DJ Devereaux on this. And it's something definitely that we'll keep an eye on. And uh, whenever it's the appropriate time or whatever for, for, for any other purposes, we'll bring him on and we'll talk to him, uh, you know, just to catch up and, and, and talk about him. Another thing that we actually had on our uh, page and uh, we had it on our Instagram and we even talked to, uh, we put a link and we talked about it. Uh, I want to say maybe about what, two weeks ago. It was from Monarch Comics presents Beowulf. And uh, we, we, they reached out to us. Uh, they, they were letting us know that this was a project that was being worked on. And uh, we, we shared the Kickstarter and it was, uh, we're looking at here on the uh, Facebook, by the way, it's a Monarch Comics Presents Beowulf. If you actually go uh, onto these uh, sites, you can actually uh, see the Kickstarter. And this is the cool thing about it. So uh, just to catch people up, this is the Beowulf Kickstarter, Beowulf issue number one. What they were looking for were the completion funds so they can go ahead and print actual issues of the book. We went through all the steps of all the things that you can buy if you, uh, if you put money into the project and all this kind of stuff. 
<clears throat> their goal um, that they had set it would is going to con uh, conclude March 18th at 6 p.m. Central. Their goal was $1,500. They're right now currently at uh, $2,767. That's 164 backers with 10 days to go. They've ex they've exceeded their their goal, which is awesome. This is they're almost at double of what they were what they were asking for. So if you guys are catching this now, go to our page. We're going to share this as well again. And let's see if we can get them uh, to that mark. I think this is, uh, 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 it's incredible uh, that uh, the community out there has band together and they're helping bring this comic book into a physical form uh, for printing purposes and stuff like that. If you want to read it, uh, there is a link where you can actually preview the the book uh, Beowulf issue one. Uh, the story is of a 13 year old girl, her cat and a millennial uh, millennial uh, snack slacker. I'm sorry. And, uh, and a 10 ton dragon. And so uh, Grant uh, Lankard uh, has this active. So, you know, there's different ways to support it. And there's different incentives. And if you want to become, these are little uh, previews. We're actually strolling through some of the preview pages of the book. And it is to bring this to life and put it into uh, print form. So I'm so, I'm so proud that, that to hear that it's, it's so close to doubling its uh, uh, goal. And it would be great to see it uh, March 18th. They're, they're still a good 10 days away from, uh, from achieving that. And it would be great to see it hit that mark. So uh, definitely uh, look on the Rip Comic Podcast uh, Facebook. And I'm going to share this on Instagram. And I'm, uh, we're going to try to get it out on Twitter also. We're going to try to see if we can help push that book over, over the mark. The cool thing about uh, Instagram and uh twitter and all that kind of stuff is uh you know we do this show it's it's pure passion we love talking about comics we love everything about comics we like movies we like uh television shows uh, whatever sometimes we just talk about something that is even not comic book related but from time to time we end up making friends and and meeting new people all the time. And I want to extend this invitation to anybody that's in the creative. If you have a project, if you have a uh, character, if you are in the beginning phases of working on a, on, a, on, a, on a comic book or a story or a comic strip, whatever phase you are in and, and you want to talk about it or, or let us know about it so that we can talk about it, please reach out to us and we will try to throw some support and all this kind of stuff. This next, this next one that I'm going to show is uh, one of those uh, individuals that reached out to us um, and they brought uh, this particular project to, to our attention. And we actually are going to take a, take a look at this. You can see this, right? Rich. Yeah. Uh, okay. What it is, it's the uh, the game uh, the game book uh, series, and I'm gonna go to the Instagram so that everybody can see what it is. And right there, it's called the zombie game. So if uh, it's a zombie horror comic, 
uh, it says terror filled ride into madness. When this game ends, the dead will be luck the lucky ones. Free issue one of our horror comic. So you go to their the zombie game, go to their Instagram. There's a link right there. We click that link, and right there at the top, get the free issue, and there it is, the zombie game. Um, it's the it's a teaser to the full 134 page graphic novel, and uh, according to if you if you just read that first little paragraph, they're excited about this first book in the series. It'll be launching the Kickstarter where you can read the full book. March 30th. So it's the end of this month that they'll be launching that, uh, that Kickstarter. Uh, so follow them at Instagram at the zombie game and uh, get, uh, get into, get into it. I mean, uh, this is the ground level. I mean, you're always looking for what that next, what is going to be that next thing. Hey, jump on it. If you like horror, you, you like independent uh, stories. You like something a little bit different and stuff like that. Give this a shot. Go make friends with 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 all these uh, pages. Like them, follow them, and and support them uh, as as they're uh, getting set up here. But also, they're on Facebook. They're on Instagram, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, they should be on Twitter. But I want to thank. Um, uh, Ms. Ms. McGinnis uh, for reaching out to us on this because, um, you know, stuff like this, you know, there's all kinds of books. We look through previews on a regular basis. We're getting news from all entities that are out there and stuff like that. And we're always being told about, you know, uh, you know, hey, buy this, buy that, buy that. But when when we have people like this that reach out to us and they you know, want us to take a gander at, at something that they're creating. It is, it is awesome to kind of be on the ground floor on this. Um, at, at some point in time, we've, we've kind of took a stab at creating a universe and characters and all this kind of stuff. So when, when, when they're going through all this phases of getting ready to publish and, and create, uh, we love to support and, and get, everybody in the know of these particular projects. So definitely go out and, and get into the zombie game, go to all their platforms, like it, check out the preview. It's there. Get into it as it's starting. You got Beowulf issue one. Let's go ahead and get them to the next level. They're almost double the goal that they were setting. They got 10 days away, get into that. And then follow my friend DJ Devereaux from uh, the UK He's got uh, he he he's one awesome dude, and I can't wait to see his stuff in print or or digital. I've, I've already I, I've been lucky enough where he's actually sent me some preview stuff that uh, my gosh, when this stuff comes out, it's gonna blow your socks off. I, I just I'm not at preview to to reveal what any of that stuff is, but he did let me see some some of the projects that they're uh, one project in particular that they're working on, and I. I just know that this is uh, it's pretty badass, and uh, I think uh, go make friends, and maybe you'll start getting a little sneak previews of that as well. I can't believe it. I mean, well, March tenth is another comic book Wednesday. Is there anything on your particular radar that 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 
had caught your attention uh, for this coming up uh, Comic Book Wednesday? Mm, Amazing Spider-Man 61. I like the two-tone covers. They look pretty cool, uh, as well as the Immortal Hulk. Yeah, let me uh, let me let me click that one. Okay, you're specifically talking about the two tone uh, Choi cover, and yeah, you, I, I like the Hulk one. It, it looks like uh, and that one also that right? Kirby looking Incredible Hulk. Um, but then the Immortal Hulk 44 cover that I would like to get is the Bennett homage variant. Okay, I see it. Okay, I'm gonna click that looks those like up. That old school one. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to put those on the screen right now so that people can see what you're talking about. What we are looking at currently, guys, this is the stuff coming out for March 10th, Comic Book Wednesday. And um, these are the particular books. You know what? Looking I remember seeing the early art and it was just kind of like a little just just a quick glance at it. But just looking at it like that, that's actually looking a lot better now. Um, and I've seen the other ones, you know, even the Doctor Strange and, uh, you know, we had some of the other characters as well. Thor, Thor is another one, correct? If I'm not mistaken. And yeah, Black, Black Widow. One. And uh, yeah, there's, there's some other uh, characters, but this is a Spider-Man number 61 that he was talking about. It's the variant edition of the Choi two-tone variant. There's at least what, six to eight different covers, I think. I don't know. There might like the be The two-tone more. ones? Yeah. Two-tone. Yeah, you got, I think Black Panther, you've got... Uh... Uh, well, I mean, coming out this week, though, I think it's only this one, the Incredible right. Hulk, or not the other the ones are Hulk. the other ones are staggered. And or, no, some already came Doctor out. Doctor Strange, Strange, I think, Strange, uh, Strange Academy. Yep, Strange Academy. That one's uh, coming out this this coming week, and I think those are the only three of the two tone ones. So we're, right now, we're taking a look at that Spider Man two tone, uh, Amazing Spider Man. This Hulk one looks pretty badass. The Hulk 44 two-tone Choi. Is it Kirby? The, yeah. The Kirby Hulk version looking thing there. It looks like, the it Hulk. looks like if, 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 if all he needs is the purple splash and it's your, it's your action figure, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or it could be, you know, they could go gray with him. Yeah. And that would work too. You know, the Spider-Man one, they go all black. <laughs> and this is the, See, that's the cover that I like. The homage. Yeah. Yeah. The homage. We're looking at currently at uh, the Immortal Hulk number 44 homage uh, cover. Uh, was it ben, ben, Bennett? Right. Bennett. Bennett cover. I think that's his name. The artist. Yeah. Bennett. Bennett homage variant. Now, did you notice the other cover? There is another cover. Uh, looks similar to the other one that was out a while back. Yeah. I mean, or or is it that it was never released was this cover released where yeah, i thought it was it's the guy reading the book right yeah oh the variant's gonna be what book he's reading <laughs> they yeah they're gonna to jump on that bandwagon yeah they're gonna they're gonna play that one up and stuff like that so this one did come out or didn't come out because i remember this was incorrectly no, that, put it was incorrectly was put say, on a cover well, I was going to say, that I thought they had one similar to that. It wasn't exact, had the same type of, you know, the same guy, but. The art, the yeah. artist, the art, yeah, similar art stuff. But I like this one. There's something about it that's just quirky enough. And you know what? I, why do I got a feeling you are correct about that book that he's holding, dude? I mean, look at it. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's interesting Hulk to versus, see. 
Ice robot Man. UFOs. Is that Ice Is that Man? Ice Man? No, it looks like a robot or some kind of. Well, it says the Estonian UFOs. UFOs. Assault on the Hulk. I don't know. I, I it looks pretty pretty cool. <laughs> that looks pretty cool. So you can't go wrong. Mortal Hulk number forty four. You know, there's there's a couple of different covers that you could probably go with. Uh, the Spider Man sixty one. I'm I'm gonna click on the other uh, Spider Man because I think uh, that other Spider Man maybe maybe it's gonna be over ordered. So maybe that's where that other two-tone variant comes into play. But I think... Um, the split down the middle outfit one? Or? Yeah, it's not my favorite. And, I mean, it is, it, it's Gleason. I mean, he's a hot artist. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, does this grab you like any of the stuff that he's done? <laughs> it, it, I don't know what... Uh, well, I know he has a different variant, but I don't even think anybody's going to carry that one um of this of this 61 um yeah there's I the, think the, a lot of the those those other variants of of that i haven't even yeah, seen but they those, don't even put them in the previews um, right those are those are those are uh what are they called incentive variants either, those, yeah they're either incentive ones or they're like direct to certain comic stores or different you know order right. sites and things of that nature what I thought was interesting was that I've been uh, if you if you look at 62, 63, 64, you don't see anything solicited with the with the new costume. You see all the blue and red costume. So does that mean we're going to see a series once that issue is officially out, you're going to see all these other covers start getting announced where he's in this costume and those the cover A's and B's are going to be. Oh, here's cover B, and it's going to be what is actually he's supposed to be wearing, or I don't, or is uh, it like a shell of a costume that appears over the other costume? Is it going to be in the inside of the book, or are these just covers that's putting that costume on? Well, right there on the bottom, new spider era begins here. New costume, new job. Hmm. So, or maybe they're just going to cancel all the other covers. <laughs> yeah, no, just, I mean, just cancel all the other covers. I mean, I I've seen those other covers, and I wasn't too terribly impressed with, you know, anything. So, what's there. your take on what's your take on the the nonstop Spider-Man number one that's coming out? You know, the artwork is very impressive. Now, do well, I, mean, I mean, they've got a they got a bunch of different artists. I mean, you got Alex Ross doing one. You got. Uh, is yeah, it is it appearing on my screen right here? You can see the previews. Yeah, yeah. The okay. Bachalo one is a wraparound cover, which has a vulture in it. And I mean, that one looks pretty cool. The die cut, the die cut one looks pretty cool too. Um, I I like that. Young always has really cool covers. I I like the the young covers. There's a yeah, lot of cool covers. Yeah, the Scotty Young. Yeah, but but that Bachalo wrapped variant. That one looks pretty cool. Just the vultures in there, you know. It, it's it, it's so it, tiny. What's a, what? I'm, I'm curious. Well, you why, click on it. Yeah, yeah why is it? Well, because it's the wraparound. They want to show both sides of it. See what I mean? That's pretty wicked. I've seen I've seen this uh, this artist do other covers before, but yeah, that one kind of threw all, a lot of different uh, 
villains in there. You see Dr. Octopus at the very top. You see you the got, rhino in the middle. You've got the gator down there at the bottom. Is that Venom? Lizard Man. Or is that a and different Lizard kind Man, of... Where is that? Is that supposed to be Venom? Or some mechanical Venom? Or what is that? Well, Venom has his mouth open. Isn't he the one busting yeah. through the, the name? Yeah. Vulture. You got Rhino. You got... Yeah, Jack Skellington. Under Doctor Octopus, <laughs> under his chair. Yeah, I see that. And there's that spawn <laughs> over there in the back, next to Vulture's head. No, I'm just kidding. What is this? Is this the Hulk upside down? What is this dude up here, the very top? Yeah, Scotty, see Scotty Scotty Young's version of the Hulk making his appearance. But definitely, definitely a, a pretty pretty wicked cover I, i'm i'm very curious of it i like the non-stop uh the jj J. jonah alex ross cover this one is a die cast cover, die cut cover what do you think of that it's actually yeah, cut well, and, and then you yeah, open it would, up and then you're yeah gonna, and then it'll have the regular and, cover in it yeah there it is what yeah that i mean it looks pretty cool i mean i, I think out of those the the I, I like the Scotty Young cover. I, I really like that wraparound cover. Um, but I don't know if it's a book that I'm going to pick up on. Right. To me, it falls into the realm of, you know, I always will read. Spider-Man. Yes. Web yes. Spider-Man. All the Web, little side yep. Spider-Man ones. All the, all the side Spider-Mans, which is, which, like, is, which is the universe you follow. Kind of like when X-Men had all their... X Force, X Factor, X Communicated, uh, you know, just everything with an X they made into a book, you know. X Communicated. Uh, look at these guys down here. So they're putting Punisher as a villain of Spider Man again? Or he's well, he always been. He started out as, yeah, he, yeah. He started out as the villain. Um, but see, but that's what I mean. We're now we're, what, we're fresh starting all like a reboot of the entire stupid thing all over again. We're gonna go back to go back to start. Here we go, but different type because Jay Jonah Jameson's working on the Amazing, amazing Spider Man one twenty nine. Maybe it's his version, jo Jonah Jameson's version of Spider Man. The way so he everyone's sees a it. villain. Yeah, every everyone's a villain. Uh, Spider Man's even a villain. That's the Strange Academy. The Doctor Strange one does come out this month, also. Yeah, those were the three: uh, Hulk, Spider, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man, and Strange Academy. Yep, two tone. Definitely, uh, and you got and you got two other covers, if I'm not mistaken, for Strange Academy. You got the spotlight characters again, and then you got uh, all the kids getting in trouble at the parent day. I guess they're all waiting to see what what's going to transpire with that. Um, in for me. Uh, yeah, for me, I didn't really see much of. I mean, there's a, that. I think, but the last Wolverine, Black, White, and Blood comes out. Yes, that actually uh, that was one of the ones that I picked. It, I, I I picked uh, Wolverine, Black, White, and Blood. Yeah, they've always they've. They, it's been pretty impressive. Uh, each book, I don't think any of them have let any any anything down. It, it's they've all been good. And then I picked this one just because of the costume. Anytime you get a, a a character, regardless if it's good or bad, 
I think that it's going to be a book that will get picked up and you just kind of just put it away, see what happens. I think when the costume became black, <laughs> lo and behold, the books now, you know, one of the most sought after, well, each one of those are one of the most sought after, you know, secret wars, number eight and, uh, uh, amazing Spider-Man 300. And, you know, other than being a milestone issue, you know, that's a pivotal move and a launch of a character. And then just the fact that he appeared black, I think it was like at least three different books, uh, uh, Spider-Man three, uh, 252. Uh, but, you know, it's not around the same time, but you know, you know what I'm saying? There's key moments where the black costume became something. However long this lives, who knows? Maybe it's a couple of issues. Maybe it goes away. Maybe, you know, it's just something a little bit different uh, for the time being. Maybe it's an alternate costume altogether. Maybe he reestablished himself as a some kind of different Spider-Man. Maybe he, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, I am curious. I am very curious to see, you know, what the full ramifications of this particular uh, suit is all about. Well, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what what path they take, how it ends up, you know. Right. Um, let me see real quick. Uh, there was uh, there's three other books that I had for Comic Book Wednesday. Um, this is one of them. Let me click that for you. All right. It's this one. It's actually been uh, previewed for a while. Carmen, I don't know if you've seen this one. I don't, I don't know if you've seen some of the stuff across the internet and stuff like that. There's a couple of covers that this is uh, uh, going to be. It's on uh, from Image Comics. Uh, Spanish writer and artist Guillem, Guillem March is best known for his ongoing extensive work with DC's comics on Batman, Catwoman, and Harlequin and has worked as an artist on several graphic novels, including the English editions of Monica with Titan, uh, Titan comics and the dream with the Europe comics here. He takes up his pen for an edgy new five-part series about a highly unconventional angel named Carmen and the young woman she takes under her wing. When a case of heartbreak strikes heart packed with surprises and metaphysical, these uh, gorgeous drawn series uh, deploys tenderness and humor as it dives deep into topics that matter. So there's Carmen. Carmen will be hitting Image Comics this March 10th, 2021. There it is. Uh, Maniac of New York, Elliot uh, Kalan and uh, Andrea Muti. And um, it's very gruesome, gritty, uh, but beautifully illustrated in its uh, in its way. Uh, Aftershock Comics um, it definitely is one of those brands like Behemoth and Scout and Vault and all these kind of stuff that are trying to push the envelope. Not your typical superhero books, you know. You know, it's a little bit. It's a little bit different and, and stuff like that on uh, some of these books. Sometimes they flip the role of, you know, protagonist and antagonist, and they, you know, try to give a different view in how they do their comics. So this is one that I that I'm 
have on my list, uh, Maniac of New York. The other book that I have that's actually the number one book on my list uh, is from Terry Moore. It's number two. It's called Serial. And um, I just I just love what he's doing with this book. I, I, I really liked what he was doing with book number one. And I've been following him on Instagram, Twitter, I think it was Facebook and stuff. So he's always previewing pages and covers and little snapshots of everything that he has. Even though it says in shops February 24th, it's actually being solicited for March 10th. If you go to his web shop, actually, you can get early into the mix of, of stuff that he has. So if you want to, you know, get into it before everybody else does go to their, go to their shops. That's the beauty of, you know, Terry Moore and vault comics and aftershock and scout and behemoth. You can get different things beforehand before they, they get on previews. But what we're doing in our show is we look at the previews book and we let everybody know pretty much what they can see in their comic shops from time to time. We will spotlight something that, might appear before or will appear alongside some of these issues. But for the most part, that's what we kind of do in the show. We kind of spotlight what's coming out in the comic shop. So uh, number two issue from uh, Terry Moore, it's serial. And um, you can find that in your local comic shop for sure. Um, don't forget to pick these books up. If you want to find out what these five uh, top five are, go to the rip comic podcast, Look for us on Twitter, look for us on Facebook, and you will see that top five. And uh, that's what we have. We'll have a lot to catch up on uh, when the next time that we come back, for sure. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, you can always go to the Rip Comic Podcast Facebook page. You can also go to their Instagram, and we'll, we'll keep posting you know, our regular news stories and, and, uh, you know, anything that's, uh, new, new, uh, covers, you know, um, uh, our picks and all that kind of stuff. You'll still see all that stuff. It's just, we're not going to have a regular show or anything like that for at least a month. I want to thank everybody for listening to the rip comics podcast, uh, tonight. Um, if you have any questions, if you have any comments or we have, if you, if you work in comics and you want us to uh, talk about them and, and, and promote them and all that kind of good stuff, reach out to us on Facebook, reach out to us on Instagram and on Twitter and let us know what you have and we'll get it out there and let people know about it. But for my brother, Rich, I want to thank him for uh, uh, staying up. And like I said before, this episode will be the, the, the last episode just for a little bit uh, and, and we'll come back uh probably that second or third week of april and uh hey you know what this is the best time to catch up on some uh replays of our of our past uh episodes we've got a good uh, you know 20 20 over 20 some odd episodes that you guys can check out lots of good stuff there and um go ahead and check it out if you haven't uh, heard any of the past episodes great time to get caught up and uh, check it out so for the Rip Comics Podcast, I'm Rob, and this is Rich. Rich? Rich, Rick, Rico, which one? You didn't call me anything, just don't call me late for dinner. There you go. And we'll catch you next time. <laughs>